My name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal, a Brindlewood Bay actual play murder mystery podcast. Ho, ho, ho. I think we found a way to do a single episode winter holiday tie-in. Okay, a few new things with this episode. First, there is now a new easy way for you to support the podcast. We are now an affiliate of Drive Through RPG. If you have not yet picked up your copy of Brindlewood Bay, or Hearts of Wulin, or The Between, or anything else that The Gauntlet has published, here's how you do it. Go to actualstorypodcasting.com, click on the Drive Through banner, or on the Get the Games tab, which has some recommendations, and that will bring you to Drive Through RPG. You then buy the thing that you are going to buy anyway. And that will absolutely help us cover the few hundred dollars a year that it costs to produce the show. Now next, as a little holiday bonus, I'm putting a song at the end of this episode. Hey, some of you may not know this about me. I used to be a full-time touring musician, focusing on the convention scene on the East Coast of the United States. I have a bunch of sci-fi fantasy horror albums, as well as two weird winter holiday albums. And if you're interested in that, there's a link in the show notes. And as I said, a song at the end of the episode. We will be back at the beginning of 2022 with our next mystery. Thank you so much for traveling with us. And may all of your winter days be merry and bright. Hi, I'm Mary Stuck. I'm playing Georgie Sullivan, born and raised Brindle Bayan, who owns the local yarn store Knitwit Haven. She just wants to spread the love of knitting and solve crime with her friends. Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I'll be playing Birdie, our blue-haired cool grandma. She's a music lover, a former groupie, and she is the town menace. I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger, a retired costume designer with as much sass as she has exes. You can recognize her from a mile away by her sequined blazers, big cat eyeglasses, and very projecting voice. Three Decembers ago, the week before Christmas, lights and garland adorn downtown Brindlewood Bay. Jingle bells are in the air, and chestnuts are roasting on an open fire. The sidewalks are treacherous with sneaky patches of black ice, and everything else is the flavor of peppermint. The three of you have bundled up tight and signed up for Wari's Christmas Cruise with spiked hot cider moose meat holiday pies. The cruise runs regularly throughout December, ferrying locals out about 30 minutes to Christmas Island, a private patch of land in the St. Lawrence River, decked to the nines as an interactive Christmas experience. Three Decembers ago, would you have brought a date? Renette? Um, let me check my timeline of my relationship history that I have in a cozy little table right here. Um, no, I uh, believe, I believe three Decembers ago, I had recently come to uh, Brenda Wood Bay uh, after my last relationship. Uh, it was a quick marriage. We tried to retire to Florida. I, I hate Florida. Um, I found out too late. Uh, we're still friends. Um, but now, nah, yeah, no. Um, so I, I would not have a date. Georgie, would you have brought a date? No. Birdie, would you have brought a date? Okay. I have brought 
some poor fling. His name's Alan. How long he have you known has him? Has not very long, maybe three weeks. And I, I think I just convinced him to come along because we're very much in the honeymoon stage. Um, and I'm also very convincing. It is likely just just looking ahead that if there were going to be any other dates past this, it, it, they're going to happen like real soon, possibly on this uh, on this trip and then never, ever again. What's uh, one of his fine distinguishing features? He's got a good nose. He's a nice David Tennant looking man. I love it. It's purely superficial. She knows nothing about him. Wari's tour boat has two and a half levels. The gangplank brings you into a fully enclosed glass paneled room. It has padded benches, very effective space heaters, bathrooms, and a fully operational bar. When you exit out the back, there is a comfortable platform with cozy waterproof seating and an outdoor space heater and a secure metal staircase leading up to the top deck observation platform. This upper level covers the entire roof of the downstairs, so it is quite sizable. There's limited seating up here, but the views of the clear night sky can be stunning. Near the front of the upstairs observation deck is the captain's bridge, also with glass walls, jutting up about 15 feet from the deck. There's a door with a sign that says no admittance. Now, as the three of you huddle up downstairs, watching other locals continuing to board, some of whom you recognize, you're only about five minutes late in departing, and you're chatting with your friend, Kushi. Now, Kushi's in her early 60s. She's always wearing very colorful dresses, and she is a huge fan of this entire series of books. She can't stop talking about them. And the way that she almost always greets the three of you is something like, do you have a new favorite book? Because mine, I just finished The Motorcycle of Truth, and it was amazing. It was a real page turner. Which one, which one have you read recently? Oh, my God. Uh, my favorite one that I read recently is The, um, the Scissors of of hats <laughs> the, the scissors of hats she was so good at at keeping you guessing about how those scissors were going to be used i know and it turns out the hat was a metaphor for the the looming mystery around it i really like yeah. that one it's it's a yeah you, you gotta love the depth to it you know, I really liked the the market of malice. Have you guys written? She she wrote that recently in the past couple of years, I think. Um, but I really I liked the tone of the piece. It was very nice. Yeah, um, I haven't gotten to that one yet. It's good. It's good. It's. I would say I kind of like her earlier work a little bit more because she gets a little wordy as she goes on. But like, I I still appreciate it for sure. I mean, you can't I like you can't you can't beat the classics. But I, I like the, the wordiness, you know, it's really a lot of embellishment, but, you know, it's the real poetry of the like a full exploration of what a sentence is. I understand that. I just feel like for me, it gets to a point where I'm like, are, are you ever going to stop talking? You know, and I don't feel oh, yeah. that very often, but like I get that. I just feel like for me, I feel like mm. when I'm reading Robin Masterson, 
I just feel oh she, I mean still the best she's best amazing amazing and she's entitled to her flourishes like she oh she might, she might give a, give a bit flowery yeah. in her in her uh, recent work but you know it's 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 she does it well I like both of those Georgie what have you been reading well I just finished this one pull it out of a knitting bag barn of betrayal I found it quite captivating I, so much secrecy, so much, so many nooks and crannies and people and betraying. I think there are only a few I haven't been able to read yet that I haven't, haven't gotten to. And, and that's one of them, but it's on my list. They're all on my list. It's a pretty long list. She's a very prolific writer. Well, I have a lot of time. So I just, <gasps> there's not much else I'd rather do than spend it reading these books. They're, they're fantastic. If you ever find yourself with a ton of time and you want something to do with your hands, come on down to the siren. I'll be working on some, uh, uh, they, they, yeah, they recently got me uh, working on uh, some costumes there and we could use an extra set of hands. Okay. Or if you want to do literally anything that's fun, you can come to me. Hey, embroidery is fun. I totally believe you when you say that. It, this may sound silly, but have any of you ever been in a book club? Because I was thinking we should have a book club. What a concept. That's an awful idea. Who'd want to be in a book club? I love the idea of a book club. I could get into it. Would it just be like Robin Masterson? Because I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But I wouldn't read anything else. If I was going to be in a book club, it would have to be only about Robin Masterson. Not that I would, because I have too much time on my hands. I mean, I don't have enough time on my hands. Yeah, Because I'm so busy say, doing yeah. a lot of fun things. Yeah. Lots you know, the way you fun, worded that, that sort of that sort of going back and forth in your sentence, trying to catch that that Freudian slip that reminded me of uh, that other Robin Masterson book, The the Mask of Mad- Madness. The Mask of Madness. You know what? I have read that one. I did. I did like it. I thought it was very intriguing and a little juicier than the other ones. I was a little surprised. I know. Yeah. The interpersonal relationships in that one, the interactions, the dialogue. Oh my God. It almost got spicy there. It could get spicier, but you know. It it could. It could get spicy. But you know, sometimes we just leave leave that to the imagination and let, and let the, let the writer do her thing. I don't think I've read that one. Do you have a copy I could borrow? Oh, totally. Actually, I yeah. pull out my bag. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> happened to have it in my bag, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, like, it was it was okay. It wasn't the best thing that I've I've read. But, like, if I had to, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would probably give it, like, a 9.5. Yeah, how how many of her books do you have better. on you? How many of her books do you have? Just out of curiosity. I don't carry books. I don't you carry books. You literally just did. <laughs> it, w- it was... Th- just by pure coincidence, she clutches yeah. her bag closer to her. This is basically our first book club meeting. Yeah. I think this is it. It's happened. It's it's never going to get better than this. <laughs> I disagree because Bertie only gets better with time. Alan takes his hand off your shoulder and says, "I think I'm uh, oh. I'm going to go get a a drink. Can I can I get you ladies anything? Oh yeah, Alec, can you get us some eggnog?" Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Eggnog, eggnog for everyone. Could you get me like a like a like a Merlot, Alan? I glance at Bertie. It was just a, it's just a little joke. Merlot is sounds sounds good. I'm happy with whatever Bertie is having. 
Okay, Kushi, uh, and she says, no, I don't drink. He's like, okay, okay. Uh, two eggnogs and a Merlot. I'll be back as soon as Thanks I can. Thanks so much, babe. Thanks. And he walks away. Eggnog will go delightfully with my Christmas cardigan. I mean, if you're having what I'm having, Georgie, you're very welcome to Alec because he's very boring. <laughs> I was like in the excitement of a new relationship when when we like signed up for this and I was like, oh, Alec, come along, you know, and now I'm kind of like, why? Why is he here? I mean, to be fair, I forgot he no, was there just... while we were talking about books. So <laughs> I, he, he just kind of sits there. He doesn't contribute to the conversation. He, he doesn't say anything. And, you know, I try to get him to talk, but... He doesn't like Robin Masterson? Uh, well, I don't know if he can even read, to be honest. Oh. We should probably ask him when he comes back. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm no, not I mean, sure. he's smart. He's college educated. I just don't know anything about him. But if he doesn't read Robin... Then he's got to go. I agree. We have to have our priorities. Well, there are a few dozen people on the boat by this time. And the gangplank is pulled back and Jesse comes out with a Santa hat with a little bell on the end. And she's holding a little bell on a stick that she's ringing. Sounds like jingle bells. And she says, all right, everyone, we're we're almost ready to depart. And I just want to make sure that everyone has a drink. The bar is open. Holiday themed snacks. It's about half an hour to get to the island. And then there are. Uh, horse-drawn open sleighs. We're going to have so much fun. Alan comes back, gives you each a drink. Around the time when Jesse says, I'd like to just propose a toast to everyone, to good friends, and the most wonderful time of the year. And hopefully, on this cruise, everyone will make new friends. Drink! Cheers! Bertie's already drinking. She can <laughs> wait for the speech to be over. <laughs> and Alan, after taking a little sip, uh, says, you know, honey, one of my old high school pals is over there. If it's all right, I'm just going to go catch up real quick. Ooh, I'll, I'll be ooh, right yeah, around here. Of course. Sure. Whatever you want. I mean, this is a vacation. This is a party. This is a party vacation. Like, do whatever you want to do. Cool. Don't even worry about me. Oh, yeah. You grew up around here then? Oh, I did. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, please invent a backstory right now. <laughs> yes, I grew up here. I lived here all of my life. I mean, I did go. Oh, convenient! I did go to the city for college, but then I came back because I just, I just love the island. It's real lovely here. All right, yeah, go ahead, go, go talk to your friend. All right, thank you. He takes a drink and walks away. Bye. Bye. He's gone. Oh my god, he's so boring. You know, he kind of reminds me of my, um, my fourth spouse. This was my third husband. It was a big mistake. Like he was a PA on set. He was way younger than me. Uh, he had just broken up with his girlfriend. I had just broken up with my husband. That little shit. It was annulled, but like it was not a good fit. He was sweet, though. Kushi says, uh, I think I'm going to go up top. Does anyone want to come with me? Or I love the open air. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Let's do Sounds it. lovely. I slide my sunglasses on and adjust my hat. I'm ready. As you sort of begin to move towards the back of the boat, and Bertie, you notice that there looks like there was someone who was trying to get your attention. And maybe at this point, as everyone starts to move, you sort of look over and you recognize this man. Maybe his name doesn't come to mind right away. He's a little younger. I think you've seen him maybe doing yard work or lawn keeping somewhere. Okay. Uh, Gardening, pool boy, lawn oh, boy. Oh, it's me, Liam. 
I do the Liam. The, the yard work for the park. Yes. Hello, Miss Birdie. It's yes. great to see you. Yes. What are you doing here? Are you enjoying the festivities as well? What's up? Oh, of course. This is one of the this is one of the highlights of the year for me. I love boats. I just uh you know why why live on an island if you don't love boats? If you have a moment, there was something I've been meaning to ask you. He's holding oh. a a glass of wine as well. Um, sure. Yeah. Ladies, can you We'd love to hear what you're talking about. Yeah, of course we'll join you. Oh. Oh, actually, um, if you don't mind, this is this is sort of uh, if 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 Bertie wants to tell you afterwards, it's absolutely fine. Oh yeah, if, of if course. It's o- yeah. If it's okay, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. I don't have to be included. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, y'all, you two have fun. It'll just be a moment. It'll just be a moment. No, Bertie. We'll Come on, okay. It's all right. <laughs> all, all right. So I'm like, I kind of like pull him over because he's making a lot of protests of like, no, 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 come on. And she's like, I want to get up top. I want to start drinking. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. As the other three of you start to walk away, he sort of uh, moves a little closer to the, to the wall. You have a nice view of the, of the river from here. And Mm -hmm. he sort of looks about a little secretively and says, Bertie, this is always a strange question. How do you feel about marijuana? Because, I mean, I know, I, I sort of, I've gotten this sort of sense uh-huh. Oh, that... honey. Yes, I'll buy from you. Oh, oh. You don't, you don't have to say it all, like, special, like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know some people, I, I just... You hybrid I, or what? Like, what are we talking? And he kind of smiles. Well, okay, I know someone and... Okay. They have, they have a, a great hydroponics setup. I've heard just a little bit about your travels with some some bands uh, uh-huh. some time ago, and I thought that this just might be something. I'm not trying yeah, to push might be anything. A nice afternoon tea. No, I'm. I yes. I mean, that was literally my... anything. I'm down. Let's go. Wow. Okay, <laughs> that was easy. Uh, okay, great. Um, I'll tell you what I can do. If you want, I can give you my phone number. Uh, would Would that be easy? And then you just no pressure or anything. You just call me whenever. There's something you want. I'm actually, yeah, I don't I mean, really. I guess. Yeah. Do you have anything right now? I, I mean, it's a party. I, I might. I might. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. I, I, you know, I, not enough for everyone, but I do have. Um, that's okay. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think they say that I'm supposed to give samples. So, uh, okay. I, um, Honey, very... are you looking for a seller or a mentor? Because I can be both. You seem uh, a little nervous. It's not something I ever really thought I would do, but uh, I have a friend and it's it's a... Right. I don't know. I just... Okay. Let's go up top. Sample the merchandise. Well, here, let's... If we go... Hang on one second. And he's sort of like, not too sneakily, goes into his jacket pocket inside and you can hear a zipper unzip. Well, oh. leave it till we're non-polite company. Okay. Let's go somewhere a little more comfortable. Okay. And he sort of is... <laughs> Like tries to close his jacket back up. You can't help but notice just outside the window in the river, there's a boat that's not all that far away. You're not really a, a boating aficionado, but this one does kind of stand out as an expensive boat. But I swear to God, Paul McCartney is on that boat. Oh my God. This is the best day ever. Oh my God. Liam, I just grab onto him. He's now... A, an unwilling bystander to whatever and 
picks will happen next. I'm that's Paul McCartney. We have to what? go see him right now and author him what you have. Come on. He's in the You you want to sell her? Sell how do, him. But he's in that Let's boat. Go. How are we gonna get I don't to know. Uh, let's jump let's go jump no oh, uh you may have you have a moment here <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. is there any way we can get closer at least to like look or are we like on the edge of the boat well you you guys are still downstairs inside the um the glassed in walls so you would have to probably run upstairs and try to convince wari to adjust course or something uh, or if you have another idea you could pursue that she has ideas they're not good ones though I don't think that it would make sense for her to jump off the boat, though she did make that joke. She she definitely thought about it for a little bit too long. She says, Liam, go tell Wari to stop the boat or change course to get closer to Paul McCartney, and I will buy everything that you have in your pocket right now. Really? Whatever oh, price. Oh, wow. I don't, oh. I don't care. Why? Well, I, I can't sell all of it. I mean, I there was someone who wanted... Everything um, you can sell. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you have some stories. This that. is a momentous oh, oh. one in a lifetime occasion, Liam. That's Paul McCartney over there. And he turns and he sticks his go, nose up go. on the wind. Oh, oh, go. Okay. Okay. I run upstairs to like, see if I can get a closer look. Cutting to Renette, Georgie and Gushi as you walk out of the enclosed area and onto the back deck. Uh, and then the spiral staircase is going up and Gushi's sort of leading the way. She seems very excited about going up top. Georgie, as you're here on this back area, uh, there's a young woman who looks like she might be high schoolish age. When you enter the area, she sort of brightens up and is surprised to see you. Uh, and it takes a moment, but she comes, she sort of like also blocks your way and says, Oh, Mrs. Sullivan, I was so sorry to hear about your husband. Are you okay? How are you? Oh, thank you so much, dear. I'm hanging in there. You know, I surround myself with good friends and carry on the way that Joshie would have wanted me to. We were all so sad when we heard. I guess I I really wanted you to know that because uh, once students leave, you know, you're the, the school and move on to high school. I don't know if you still know what we're what we're doing how how things are going but i graduate this year and i just wanted you to know that i've always thought of you as my favorite teacher that i've ever had and i wanted you to know that because of you i am applying to culinary school you taught us all to make cherry pie and that always stayed with me oh my goodness that that really lifts my spirits. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy that that day really stuck with you. It stuck with me too. It's been a joy to see you blossom. Is it all right if I give you a hug? I would love that. So Kushi's halfway up the steps. Renette, do you stay and watch this moment or are you continuing? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let Georgie have her moment with, uh, with the student. That's real nice. Just like, I probably uh, comment on it as I'm walking by like, oh, that's so sweet. We'll catch up later, Georgie. You can hear Renette's feet going up the steps. You have your embrace. When she lets go, she says, I just, it was really important to me to just to tell you that 
there's so many of us that still talk about you and that really feel the impact that you've had on us and sort of shaped who we are and, and the way that we want to go about living the rest of our lives. Are you sure there's nothing, there's nothing that we can do? Would you like, I don't know, is there, there's nothing that we can do for you? Honestly, just hearing how well you are doing and including me in those, these special moments of your lives is, is just a gift. And it really makes me so happy to know that you're doing well and that I had such an impact in your life. If you're, you know, hanging around town, come visit. I'm around. I, I guess there's Facebook. We could connect on Facebook. I can keep up with you that way. That would be just lovely. Yes, I could get Facebook. Yes, let's let's stay in touch, and I'll maybe I can come to see your graduation. I would like that, Mrs. Sullivan. Do you have you have you heard of Instagram? Instant what? It's like Facebook, but it's. It's different. We, I would love to stay in touch with you, but maybe, you know, Instagram might be a little easier for, for some of the students now. Georgie pulls out. She does have a smartphone. <laughs> can I get it on this? Can I get this Instagram on this? Yes. Get, can I help you? Can, do, do you want me to help you find it? Yeah, that would be great. If that helps me stay in contact with my students, that would be amazing. So the two of you sit on one of these padded benches here in the back, and she walks you through how to download Instagram. She helps you find her account. And so now your first connection on Instagram is with Daisy. Renette, at the top of the stairs, uh, there are quite a few people up here that are enjoying the view and enjoying this actually kind of cold wind. How are you with, with cold air? You know, I've got a nice blazer on. It's it's fine. And everybody up here is totally fine. Yeah. Is that Paul McCartney? <laughs> Hi, Paul. <laughs> Renette at the top of the stairs. Um, yeah. Cushy's kind of goes off to a railing over there, and there are a number of folks up here. It looks like someone has remembered to turn on Christmas music. I don't know that you recognize it, but it's um, somebody singing about Christmas Island. Uh, it might be... Um, Oh, you do recognize this, of course. This is from Jimmy Buffett's Christmas album. Maybe they put the album on repeat. We'll see. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, and as you recognize that tune, and maybe think to yourself, you know, it wasn't his best album, but uh, good effort. <laughs> yeah, solid effort. You also hear a voice from the side, and a man says, I'm sorry, do you remember we, we met a few months ago? You're... Ronette, right? Yeah, I am. You worked on that movie. I worked on a bunch of movies, honey. You're going to have to be more specific. Oh, the the one that... So as you turn to this guy, you see that um, he's uh, he's not super tall, but he is holding a guitar case. He says, uh, the one with the cost... The, the one that... With the, I'm sorry, I'm not good with these names, but uh, with the, right. the, the awards. The one where you won... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Confitites. Yes. 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 That was a good one. Yeah. What was so fantastic about that movie for me? Okay. The the music was great. What stuck with me were the costumes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's, it's so strange because a friend of mine, you know, my, my pal and I've been talking about forming a band for a while. 
I keep saying that we should wear matching outfits and that costumes should be a big part of the way we present ourselves. So I don't know if you're interested at all, but do you, would you be interested in a conversation about a commission or some? Oh my God. Yeah, of course. I'm always happy to help with costumes. It's kind of my thing. I mean, having having a costumes for whatever little performance you're doing, I think costumes are so important. They really, they, they it's it's not whole without without costumes. Without if you don't feel like you're what you're trying to be, it's like you know it's a different thing. That's why that's why that actress got that nomination. It's not. I mean, she, of course, she's very talented or whatever, but mostly it was my costuming. I've been telling my my girlfriend about this, uh, and. I've I've said almost exactly the same thing that she wouldn't have gotten the reviews that she did without the rest of the support that she had from the crew and I mm-hmm. kept pointing out the costuming like it like you knew color so well like her eyes would not have popped that way if you weren't doing what you were doing Yeah and not even the stuff that you don't exactly see like the corset she wore in that that scene it was underneath the dress even though the, the camera never catches it. I just, you know, I made it so special. It was some luxurious film, but we had a great budget on that film. When you're wearing something amazing, even if you know no one can see, really, it really boosts you up in a lot of ways. Right. It really does. Have you ever done a wedding dress? Yeah, quite a few. I mean, I, mean, I made all my own. My pal and I were... were we have to keep talking about the the focus of the band and really what inspires us. But this conversation has made me think that maybe for our wedding, that maybe, maybe my girlfriend would be interested in having something custom made for her. That is so thoughtful of you. That is so special. You know, yeah, it's good to have something nice and real custom made for you on a day like that. Of course, I'm always interested in helping helping out you know for for a commission of course but of course of course yeah but i mean you know i've been i've been uh retired for a couple years now and uh you know i like to keep myself busy though so i'd love to to keep it going yeah that's that sounds great do you have a card or is there a way for me to uh um i don't think i have a card yet i pull out like a like a sticky note from my from my purse because mm-hmm. I probably, I probably, yeah, I'm a person who has a big old purse and I really messily scrawl Renette Bollinger number costumes that one actress owes her nomination to me, um, et cetera. This is great. Thank you. I, I really appreciate this. I really appreciate this. Uh, and he holds out his hand. Um, my name's Theo. It's Theo Bouchard. Of course. Lovely to meet you, Theo Bouchard. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. I'm I'm definitely going to talk to my girlfriend about this. I hope uh, we will definitely be in touch. I mean, the fact that if if it's at all possible for for someone like you, for you to help us with our wedding, I mean, it would just be. Oh my god! I don't... Of course, sounds fun. I love. Not sure if I know who your girlfriend is exactly, but I'm sure she's lovely, and I would love to dress her. Thank you. That that's that sounds fantastic. I really appreciate this. Of course. All right. Yeah, we'll be in touch then. Have a lovely night. Thank you. Thank you. So Liam has run off. He he gets out of there pretty quickly because you just made him a pretty sizable financial <laughs> opportunity. 
So he's taken off. That I did. Yeah. Where are you going? Um, getting as close as I can upstairs over the railing or like, you know, anywhere that's like open air that I can get closer and see. Yeah. If you go out the back, like you'd be on the same level as him. And let's say the boat is still fairly close by. You might have a better view up top, but you would be maybe physically closer if you're on the same level, but in the back. I'll go for that. I think Birdie's idea is if she's physically closer, her yells will be more likely heard. And she will be yelling to him to, like, get his attention. Yeah, uh, you do hear some some Jimmy Buffett Christmas music coming through the, the, oh, sis, the speakers. Yeah. She turns her hearing aid down. And the whole back platform area is empty at this point, except for Wari, who, as far as you know, was driving. But it looks like she is sort of kneeled down and inflating a life raft. Oh, so you saw him too. She looks up and says, sorry, who did I see? Paul McCartney in that other boat. Lena was going to go tell you. We have to change course right now. Well, if you want to change course, I guess you would tell Pickles because he's flying. He's the 10-year-old? Almost 10. That's all right. He's good at this. She turns back and keeps pumping up the raft. So it's it's not super um, convincing or reassuring when you say he's this this 10-year-old is good at this and then you're pumping up an emergency raft. Just wondering what, what the deal is there. Oh, I have somewhere else to be. But he'll be fine. Okay, this is weird. What's going on? You're being very weird. Are we sinking? Are you trying to, like, get out first? What's happening? No, no. It's it's the day before Christmas Eve, right? Uh-huh. So it's it's the day when the Christmas dragon comes. Oh, you're new here. You, you've got to elaborate. Mm. You, you have to elaborate on that, please. Right. The day before Christmas Eve... The Christmas dragon rises from the river and takes one of the islands back to his home. And some of us like to get in a raft and go out and watch it close up. Oh, we're not going to Christmas Island. We're going to see the Christmas dragon. We decided to change that. Did Okay, so did, did Liam get to you first? Is this what's happening? We forgot the Christmas dragon was coming, so we're going to see him instead. If it instead. happens every year, why would you forget? Sometimes we just this- have other things on our mind. Okay, at this point, I got to use a move on her because she's being real weird. I want more information. Mm-hmm. Meddling, I guess? Sure. I guess I'm trying to use presence. And what are you trying um, to get her to do? She's being a little cagey. It's weird that she forgot that this thing that happens every year is happening. I, I don't feel like she's being truthful. And I feel like she has something else on her mind and is just trying to placate me. Seeing where her, her face falls and when it brightens and then like kind of going in for the kill on the things that make her a little more excited to talk about. Just trying to get her to talk as much as I can in hopes that something will slip out. Okay. Yeah. And she is not very verbose. So let's see what you can do. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> nope. That's snake eyes. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Off to a great start, gang. <laughs> what probably happens is I start asking her about, like, the Christmas dragon and then end up talking about myself instead. But I just saw Paul McCartney. For sure, I saw him. 
when you go back to Paul McCartney, she sort of she she turns away. I've heard that he lives around here, but I don't know that I've seen him. No, he's just he's in the he's in the boat. I. She kind of shrugs. Okay. All right. Is there anyone else that can tell me more about whatever it is that you're talking about? Oh, about the Christmas dragon? Yeah. You don't want to talk to me and I'm getting a little bored. So his secrets are everywhere. I think everyone knows the same story that he comes the day before Christmas Eve. He selects a new island and he brings it back home. You say brings it back home, but you mean drowns the island, like pulls it under the water? Well, he he does live in the river. And she stands, she puts the pump away, and as she starts to zip up her jacket, she stops for a second, and she takes out some folded paper, and she says, but it's all right, because we've got this all charted out, and we know exactly where to go. And she opens this map, and as you sort of lean in, she shows it to you. It does look familiar. It is a map that you found in Carol's purse. It seems to be pretty much the way you remember, except in the margin, someone has written two words. The first is Cole, C-O-L-E, and the second is Shoal, S-H-O-A-L. What is that, the name of a boy band or something? No, it's, it's my next stop. Oh, is that the island that the, the dragon's going to drown? No, nobody knows which island he picks. No one's worried? No, it's a celebration. It's, it's what makes the season special. I'm going to get a drink, and then I'm going to get ready to go. Did you want to come with me? Uh, I'll pass. Thanks, thanks, though. I think Birdie, for the first time, is like, at a loss for words. <laughs> because on one hand, she's like, I want to be, like, even Birdie is like, I want to be respectful, as respectful as Birdie can be about cultures but it does sound a little culty at the same time so she's like trying to go back and forth and she's like i'm just weirded out by this i want to see paul mccartney i'm gonna go (laughs) um so i think she's just like i'm good i'm good you um you have fun watching that dragon drown stuff i'm gonna go get a drink okay and don't worry we'll all see him oh okay you have fun. You need some water or anything before you go? Like, do you... Yes, you I'm, good? I'm going to get a drink before I go. All right. I'm just going to head back in then. You have fun. Enjoy you, the trip. With your dragon. Okay. And she walks back inside the downstairs area. Birdie's, like, trying to... <laughs> she's trying to remember if she already smoked with Liam <laughs> or not. <laughs> she's like, man, that stuff works fast. <laughs> I don't Birdie's confused and not tipsy enough to understand this. So I think she goes to just like join her friends. This has weirded her out enough that Paul McCartney is not in her mind as much anymore. I mean, she takes one more glance to like see if we're changing course, if she can still see the boat. The boat that Paul McCartney was in is still beside you, though it looks like it's changing course and it's going in a different direction. I don't want to talk to a 10-year-old. She's going to go up to the up to the deck to see what the others are doing first. Because maybe she can, like, pawn that job off to Georgie. Georgie, 
after Daisy hooks you up with Instagram, uh, she gives you a final a final look, goes back inside. Where would you like to go? Um, I'll head up to join Renette. When you get to the top of the stairs, you can see there are some number of people up here, maybe a half dozen people here on the, the observation deck. You can see Renette uh, some distance away, sort of near the front, but directly in front of you is Tomatori. And she looks like she's been waiting for you. And she says, Georgie, Georgie, I've been meaning to come and find you. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Why, why were you looking for me? I wanted you to meet one of my friends. She sort of beckons someone over, a man that you maybe don't recognize. And he sort of comes over and she says, this is my friend Miro. And he's sort of got a pinstripe vest on and a thick old timey mustache and says, I've been telling him about you for a long time. And I just thought that the two of you should meet. And he holds out his hand to shake your hand. Oh, well, how lovely. It's a pleasure to meet you. And I shake his hand. Gotta be polite. Etiquette. (laughs) It's very nice to finally meet you, ma'am. And he looks at Tomatori and she says, okay. And he turns and he walks down the spiral stairs. And when he's sort of towards the bottom, she watches and she says, I don't know if I trust him, but he is very handsome. You don't know if you trust him? I don't trust many people. So it's nothing special. Okay. I just then find it curious why you thought that we should meet. You'll see. But I've been meaning to come and find you because I had something I wanted to ask you. Oh, okay. I'm planning to visit Brindlewood Bay for the very first time in just a few months. And I wondered where I should go to shop for turtles. Pause. There is an abandoned aquarium or whatever. Is that in operation at this time three years ago or is it shut down? I think it's still in operation. Okay. Um, Well, I don't know. I know there are some pet stores on the islands, on the islands, but um, we do have a lovely aquarium. And I'm, I'm sure if you talked to some of the animal handlers, they might be able to point you in a in the safe, correct, and legal direction. So pet stores and the aquarium. Yeah. That's where I should look. I think so. I think that's a good bet. That's right. I should have thought of that. I wonder well, if the aquarium has an instant gram. <laughs> aquariums have many things. And I don't know what most of them are. I do know that I'm going to need a turtle, though. Uh why do you specifically need a turtle? Just, I mean, they are lovely creatures, and I hear they make excellent companions. Truthfully, I don't know yet. But I have been meaning to come and find you, because I don't know if you've met my friend Lily. Next to you, tugging on your hand, is a little girl, about nine years old, wearing overalls. She says, this is my friend Lily. Lily, this is Georgie, who I was telling you about. Oh, Lily, it's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, I think. And Tamatori says, yes, it is. It is nice to meet her. And Lily nods. It is. I'm happy to meet you. Are you enjoying the Christmas cruise? I enjoy Christmas. Yes. What's your favorite thing about it? I like how I get presents 
That's a, that is a wonderful thing about Christmas, giving and receiving. Yes, receiving presents. <laughs> Georgie does giggle. <laughs> and Lily looks to Tomatori. Tomatori nods. Lily lets go of your hand and walks down the stairs. And when she gets towards the bottom, Tomatori leans in and says, I don't know if I trust her. <laughs> but she is very cute. She is adorable. You seem to really enjoy introducing me to people you don't trust. Well, there are not many people that I trust. I haven't decided if I trust you yet. I think we'll find out soon. That's fair. That's fair. Georgie, I've been meaning to come and find you because there's a question that I've been wanting to ask. Is it about turtles? No, you've answered that one. Okay, just making sure we've moved, I'm just making sure you remember and that we have moved on from that specific question. But yes, please, what's your, what else can I help you with? I was hoping when I have children, will you teach them to hula hoop? And as you look down, you see that you are holding a hula hoop around your waist. And it seems very old. Seems like an antique hula hoop. Seems a bit familiar. Yes, I feel like I had one just like this when I was younger. Uh, She does a little hula hoop. (laughs) As you start to hula hoop, you can feel everything around you start to blur. And the hoop maintains a certain rhythm and tempo. As you stop moving, it continues. And it feels like You're in water, but you're not wet. It feels like everything is a little bit cloudy, but you feel very clear. Renette, when you stopped talking to Theo, you could see that Kushi was sort of all the way towards the front, looking out. Yeah, I'm going to go look at that fancy boat that's going by. Oh, look, is that Paul McCartney? I'd love to see him again. It absolutely is Paul McCartney. Hmm. He has one of those old-time 1950-somethings guitars over his knee, and it looks like he's playing a song to the other people on his boat. Well, isn't that nice? Is is Birdie nearby? She is not yet. Okay, not yet. Cool. Then I'll just talk to to Kushi. You know, I you know I uh, I met him once. He uh, we he he did the music for an for an indie film back in the late eighties. It was one of my earlier gigs. I got to I got to help make the costumes for him. Do you know any like Beatles fans around here? I'm sure someone would appreciate that, but I don't I don't think I know any Beatles fans. No one real crazy about him. It took a moment before you realized that you weren't talking to Kushi. Oh. Kind of a tall man. It's Paul McCartney. <laughs> Leans over. He's on the boat now. <laughs> he says, uh, I'm sorry, I I'm just not a I've never really been, you know, I've been so busy with work most of my life. I've never really had time for music, but I do like the Beatles. I do like the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, you're not Kushi. Sorry. Um, I thought you were a friend of mine. Uh, what's your name? All right. We're friends. Oh. It's sorry. Cal. Caliban. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna, I'm sure, um. Uh, I'm Renette. I'm sure, I'm sorry. My, I'm, I'm bad with names. I do my best, but you know, you do what you can. Right. We have not met yet. 
Right. We haven't. My name is Caliban. Oh, hi. Lovely to meet you, Caliban. My name is Renette. As I said before, hello. Hello. I think I have something for you. And he sort of looks about, puts a finger to his lips, makes a little shh. It kind of... Are you going to ask me how I feel about marijuana? Uh, that's none of my concern. <laughs> that's not what I have okay. for you. Um, okay. And from his jacket pocket, he takes out something, then he keeps it hidden in his hand. And he sort of leans in, takes your hand, palm up, and goes to put something in your hand. And as he leans in, you can smell pine, fresh air. And he puts something in your hand, and he closes your fingers around it. And he leans in a little more closely and says, I think we're under the mistletoe. Because I thought we were on the top deck. There's like not a really like a railing or anything to like hang it on. You're actually not on the top deck. You're back oh, downstairs. Well, yeah, under a very fancy mistletoe. Well, cool. I'll give him like a little kiss on the forehead. Sweet. And a pat on the head. You're he a smiles. good kid. Yeah, he smiles. Let's go of your hand and says, whenever you're ready, you should bring me here. And he backs I away. My, I look in my hand. And he has put a motel key in your hand. Uh, okay, that is very, uh, very upfront of you. Um, definitely appreciate it. Um, very flattering, sir. Um, that's not really something I'm looking for at this time in my life. But you know what? You do you, as the children are saying these days. He is no longer next to you, and you are back on the top of the boat. Weird. Yeah. Um, what was in that Merlot? Birdie, when you get to the top deck, you can see Georgie standing very still, sort of looking around, but almost in a little bit of a haze. Did Liam get to you too? Wait, no, don't turn around. I got to do it again. Um, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah, that's fine. This is all Birdie saying this, by the way. <laughs> oh. and yeah, and Georgie, uh, everything comes back into focus and you are no longer spinning inside a hula hoop. There is no hula hoop with you. Did, did, did you just see a hula hoop? I'm seeing a lot of things, honey. Wait, are we all in the same place now? I think they both see you, but you're maybe like not right next to each other, but you certainly okay. could be if you want to be. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to him. Like, I just met the weirdest guy. I I don't know if I trust him, but he's very handsome. I <laughs> uh, I met just some the weirdest people thing. and had some weird experiences myself. And no, it doesn't matter. I've absolutely had the most important interaction, or will have the most important interaction because Paul McCartney is in oh, yeah. the boat next to us. Oh, are you a Beatles fan? I didn't know that about you. That's nice. I think you oh. broke her. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's, I've, you know, I'm, I like, I like some things sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, it'd be nice to talk to, to talk to Paul again. It's been a while. Anyway, um, I'm going to leave that there. And um, yeah, I just had the weirdest interaction. I think this real handsome guy was really hitting on me real hard. Gave me his room key. I mean, that's awesome. A room key. Yeah. To like a room on the boat? 
no, it's it's a motel. It smells it's it smells like a like a beautiful forest. Huh. I had a weird interaction too. Um Wari's getting off the boat, and apparently there's like some 10-year-old who's like piloting the boat, but she showed me this whole thing, and then she had this weird map, and it had something called the coal shoal on it. I don't know. I think it's a boy a boy Is band. A band? It, it that, sounds like a I band. Thought. Yeah. It it does sound like a band. It does. 100 percent Yeah. You know, you know, uh that Theo guy, uh he, um he's starting a band. Maybe, maybe they should call it the Cole Shoal. I know what that kind of music you're gonna name. play. It would be a great band name if it isn't already. So yeah. what about you? You said you had weird interactions as well, Georgie. I a friend, I guess, introduced me to two people she thought that I should meet and then told me she didn't trust either one of them, asked where to buy a turtle, and then wondered if I could teach her future children how to hula hoop. And then there was a hula hoop, and then there was no hula hoop. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I also, when when Liam pulled me aside, he said that he had, like, you know, some... To, you know, maybe partake in selling. And I'm pretty sure he might just be soaking it through, like, the air at this point. Because everyone is acting super weird. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a whiff of something. This is, you know, a lot of things that have... This is reminding me of some cast parties from back in the day. Things got wild. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird, but it's more weird that I'm just sober for this. And that's why yeah. it must be so confusing, probably, right? Yeah, it's confusing... I mean, I had Malo. You, you two had eggnog. I don't know. If, I mean, everyone else was drinking all sorts of things. I don't know what. I hope the kid is sober. The kid who's driving the boat. Yeah. Should we go check on him? If he's I mean, acting he's funky 10, too. So probably he better drink. not be. He better not be. But, you know, if, maybe it's not something that's in the drink. Maybe it's I, something else. I think and regardless, if it's affecting a kid, probably, we should go help. Yeah. Like, regardless, there's a 10-year-old. Maybe the boat. Boat. So, like, maybe we should check I, I on would, that. I mean, he's a little kid. He's he's not manning the boat. He's right. maybe boying it. Is he boying it? But he's boying the boat. I don't know anything about this. There was also this thing about a dragon. Apparently, every Christmas Eve, a dragon comes and takes one of the islands by like drowning it or whatever. And that's, that's just cool. like a is thing. that like a local legend or like a no? Apparently, people like go folklore? and actually watch it happen. Um, no, okay. I, well, I mean, that would be fun. Like, you know, people get involved with like, you know, folklore and cryptids and stuff like that. You know, I had a friend of mine working when I was when I was younger, obsessed with the Jersey Devil. To me, it sounds a little culty, but that's just my personal opinion. I don't think it sounds like I thought it was folklore at first, but then it's like they all go and watch it happen. And they're like, we don't know which island it's going to be, but it's OK. We'll be safe. I don't know. It doesn't hmm. sound right. Yeah, people are acting a little weird, so maybe that is a thing to be concerned about. But the most important thing to be concerned about is the child currently buoying this boat. Um, oh, right. We need to make sure he's not drunk. That's the most important thing. Yes. Rule, yeah. rule one, 10-year-olds, no, no drunk, please. Yes. And second <laughs> no of all, drinking while no 10-year-olds buoying the boat. <laughs> <laughs> to the cockpit, or whatever it's called on a boat. <laughs> Uh, the, the captain's bridge is right up front. It's just based on the shape of this thing, it seems like if you open this door, there'd be a small set of stairs that brings you up to, 
if you were not a boat person, you might call it a crow's nest, though it's not a crow's nest. It's just the elevated area where the captain can be and have a great view of everything around. And from where you are, you can see that there is a little boy with bright green hair, maybe five years old, he holding on to younger wheel. and younger. It's only three years ago. He should be like at least 13, but no, I love that he I gets like younger five? and younger. What? Yeah. <laughs> Time isn't real, my dude. All right, I'm going to go ahead and undermine the authority of this local official. <laughs> be like, okay, okay, pickles. Um, I'm good. I'm good. You're good. You can take a you can take a break. Swab the deck, okay? So are you are you opening the door or are you throwing something um, at the window to get his attention or what would you like to do? Oh, I'm I'm barging in there as much as I can. As you open the door, you see Fern standing right inside as though she's been waiting for you. She oh, good. Is, There's another adult manning this place then? That's so good to hear. She's much taller than you remember. Maybe she spends a lot of time in the gym. She looks very calm, very confident, and her eyes go from you to the two behind you and says, good, good. It's all right, ladies. I saved them for you. Whomst? Them. The weed? No, uh, them. She points behind you. And behind you are Nicholas, Carol, and Jackson, who seem very waxy. They seem sort of to have their faces frozen in place in a very forced smile. And she says, it's all right. I am perfectly capable of saving people without you. Cool. Are these like mannequins, props from like, did you do do like an art class where you make a mold of a whole person? That's always fun. No, no. I was able to save them all by myself. All by myself. Doesn't seem right. I feel like they died. I don't even know who they they are. But they're not? We know them. You know that Nick owns the, the antique store, Nick Snacks? You know, you've probably seen Carol down at the harbor. You might have seen Jackson around town doing deliveries. Maybe you don't know them well. Why do they look like that? Yeah, what's going on with them? Uh, You sure that's them and not... um, They didn't pull like a little switcheroo to get away from you because you're a little scary right now? I need you to listen to me very carefully. I can save them without you. Well, yeah, you're a strong, independent woman. Georgie, you feel a tug on your sleeve. I look at my sleeve. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, beside you is Mr. Clegg. And he leans in and whispers, I told you not to go out on the water. What are you doing here? That sounds familiar, but you don't remember when he would have told you this or even who he is. I, you'll have to forgive me. I don't... Have we... Have we actually met? When? When would you... Do I know you? This boat is not where you are supposed to be. And maybe it's because he emphasized that. But this is not Worry's boat. 
This is an old style tour boat that you may have seen in the Brindlewood Bay Boating Museum. It looks like it might have been, I don't know how well you know your boats, maybe 1950s, maybe 1920s. It's wood. It looks like it was handcrafted. It's still big. It's still a tour boat. It is important that you not go out on the water. Okay. I tap my two friends. Um, Ladies, this boat doesn't look quite right. It doesn't look quite right. The boat is different. We shouldn't be here. We paid for our tickets, right? This is not the boat that we thought we were. This isn't Warrior's boat. Where are we? Are you are you just trying to set up another cockpit joke? <laughs> no, I'm not against it. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. I'll jump in. I mean, I appreciate the humor, but I'm starting to feel a little anxious about this whole scenario. Nothing is right. And I think it's I don't know, can we wake up from this? Is Mr. Clegg still there? He is still there. Is Pickles even younger? You might have to either go all the way inside or back up to see where he is. I I want to go inside and check on Pickles. So you're going to push your way past Fern? Yeah, no. I'm going to try. No. Um, sorry, Fern, I'm just going to go check on the, the little child who is currently boying, the, toddlering this boat, infanting this boat. Fine. Fine. Thank you. You're so kind. Oh, my God. Have a lovely day. Okay. Hey, Pickles. You walk up this brief little flight of steps, and you see an infant. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, So I'm just going to, I'm going to pick up. Does he still have, like, lime green hair? Bright, bright green hair. Yep. Right. And headphones? Uh, On the floor next to him. Mm -hmm. A little bit, a little big for his little head. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. I'm going to just pick him up and be like, okay, this is weird, but you know, you're a cute kid. Let me just one handed drive this boat with a baby. You go to take over the boat? I think so. Mm -hmm. You're not drunk, are you, kid? I, I sniff his breath for alcohol. Yeah. He makes little baby noises. (laughs) And you can hear from below you Fern saying to Georgie and Bertie, I told you that I could do it. And she quickly kneels beside Nicholas, Carol and Jackson, who are now laying on the deck. I could do it. I could do it. Well, they're they're dead now. Is there a move that we can do to like snap ourselves out of it or like what uh i mean i feel like georgie's the one that's kind of got the most like reasonable suspicion i mean that there's something called the occult move Hmm. <laughs> interesting but do it, do it, i don't do know it. what it does renette is fully along for the ride like She's fully in this dream. Dream logic is just flowing. Um, You know, she's just going to do her thing and not really. uh, She gets that it's weird, but you know what? Not really sure how to go, what what the next thought is after uh, acknowledging how weird it is. Yeah, I think Birdie's somewhere in the middle. 
he's kind of unsettled, but isn't quite picking up on things yet. I think Georgie is like, I know those people are dead, but they're alive. I know these things. This isn't the boat. Like, I think she's starting to, she's like, she knows something is deeply wrong. (laughs) Um, I don't know what the occult move, I'm not sure I understand how it works. It's very open. (laughs) It sounds like you may be aware that something supernatural is occurring. Yeah. You can customize the occult move to fit the situation. So you would think about the thing that you would want to do and the thing that you would want to happen. And we designed for you a custom move that is yours from now on. Okay. Um, so a custom move that is related to the occult somehow. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think the situation would warrant something like cutting through the fog, seeing through an illusion, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How does Georgie do that? And what does she want to happen if she is successful? I'm super bummed to have minus one to sensitivity. <laughs> this is not going to go well. I think all of us do. Yeah. I mean, unless any of us put anything into it to bring it up to at least a zero, which I did not. There will be knitting needles related, maybe. Um, okay. So sh- we were on the boat that looked like the correct boat. And then Mr. Clegg was like, don't go on the water. I can't stress this enough. And then she looks around and the boat has changed. So I think she's like, things aren't what they seem. I mean, I guess she has the knitting needles from Josh, but I don't know if she would have brought them with her. It's a dream. Maybe she has some in yeah, her purse or has dreamt there in her purse. And if so a, she, if it's a dream, you like, can have whatever you want. Everything is weird. This is a dream brain she's like maybe if i touch things with these knitting needles from josh things will become what they see what become what they are and not just what they seem okay so walk me through it you you know something is off you feel like maybe you can find some clarity birdie is next to you what does she see you do she sees me uh, pull out my knitting needles from my, hey, let's harken back to the first episode. She's going to pull her knitting needles out of her purse and touch one of the, she's going to touch Nick. What are you hoping happens? I think she's hoping he'll disappear because she knows they shouldn't be there. Like they should not be there. This is not right. Okay. Can you roll the occult move? I mean, I can roll it. (laughs) Uh, Eight. Well, first of all, with an eight on your character sheet, mark the crown of the void. Hereafter, during cozy vignettes focused on you or cozy move scenes involving you, you must narrate how dark entities subtly reveal themselves in the scene. Yes. I feel okay about that. (laughs) You get the sense that this particular knitting needle, if you can learn how to use it well, will help you see through certain types of trickery or illusions that are not natural. And you poked Nick? Mm -hmm. 
the needle easily goes through him and he pops like a balloon. Uh. Oh god. I don't like that. That was unex- unexpected, but revealing. <laughs> and behind you, you hear a voice say, that's okay, I, I wanted him dead. He was a bad customer. Rowan kind of humps and then turns and walks away. Wait, Rowan? Mm-hmm. Rowan, from the R- coffee Rowan shop? From-, from coffee? Yes. He was a bad customer. I think I see as she's walking away, if I have a moment, mm-hmm. um, I say, Rowan, I I want an iced coffee and a raspberry scone to see if anything like appears. Like in your hand <laughs> or in her hands? <laughs> in her hand. Yeah. Or if she like, she's like, oh, yeah, of course, we always have scones or something like that. She pauses and looks back at you and says, all bad customers are better dead. And turns away and continues walking. So no on the no on the coffee. Okay. Behind you, a voice says, "I wanted him dead because he took what wasn't his." And Aquaho turns and walks away. And Renette, from behind you, a little nine-year-old girl who you have not been introduced to, steps right up. And looks out over the window and says, I think it's okay that he died because he was too old. He wasn't that old. I mean, I get it. You're a little, you're a little kid, just like this year, baby in my arms. Like, okay, okay. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to smell his head. I know, I know everyone does that, but fresh baby smell. Oh my God. He smells like limes. Hmm. A little bit, a little salty too. A little bit of dill in there, but also fresh baby smell. And the little girl says, I think we're almost there. Can you stop the boat? I can certainly try, kiddo. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Are you are you girling this boat? My name is Lily. Oh, hi, Lily. Lovely to meet you. I'm Renette. This here is Pickles. He is an infant and he's getting rapidly smaller and smaller. I like him. He's going to be my boyfriend or maybe my brother. I don't remember. That's nice. Um, stop in the boat, I guess. Distinction, though. I, I trust this kid, but also, you know, you got to make that distinction clear. If it's both, no, no go. No go there. No. And so you stop the boat and everyone can sort of feel it slow and slow and start drifting. Jingle bells start to get a little bit louder. And that is because Jessie walks around the corner ringing her jingle bells and says, no one should feel bad about these three. None of them were true patrons of the arts. You know what, Jesse Chestnut? You're, you're right. I fully endorse patrons of the arts. Less murder is ideal in general, but, you know, you gotta love the, gotta support the arts. What were we talking about? This kid smells great. So you come back down, Renette, from, uh, from the captain's bridge. It looks like Fern is trying to pick up the other two. They seem very light. And she picks up the deflated balloon. Uh, it looks like she's going to carry these these three away. Uh-oh, the props department's not going to be happy about that. Can't handle someone else's props. They're going to break, you know? They're not broken. I can save them. 
Well, that one just, it, I saw it earlier. It, it's not supposed to do that. It's not supposed I to do that. I can it. save him. I'm sure you're very crafty. I'm sure you can definitely patch that up and make it. I'm just saying, like, if someone messes with your props, that's no good because stuff always breaks. And then who has to handle it? I don't know why, but it's always me, you know? And she just walks away towards the back of the boat in the direction of the stairs down. Is there like an urgency, you know, like sometimes in circumstances, whether they're dreams or reality, you feel like you're missing something. Is there an urgency? I think that, Bertie, because you're thinking about that, you've been ha- you've had this hearing aid for some time. Yeah. You can feel a sort of low resonance that the others don't mm-hmm. pick up on. Something very rumbly, something out of the hearing range of most humans. I think the dragon's coming. And Jesse says, oh, the Christmas dragon. Yes, it's almost time. And she sort of shuffles off towards the side very quickly to look out over the water. Girls, I don't know what's happening, but I don't think we should be here when that happens. Uh, whose kid is this, by the way? I think I want to keep him. I think he's yours now. Is there? Yeah, a- he comes He comes with cute little headphones. He's adorable. Perfect. Collectible. <laughs> okay. And his hair is just naturally green like that? I, I think mean- so. I think maybe he's like, maybe he's from one of those animes. Girls, I just popped Nick like a balloon. <laughs> I feel like we need to get off this boat. <laughs> what are you trying to tell us? No, no. Is that a euphemism? Right there. Weird. It's not right. Okay, sure. I'll follow along. Whatever. I got I got this cute kid. Okay. He Let's was, go. He was 10 before, though. He was. Yeah, and then he was five. I don't really know what's happening, but he's he smells like magic and baby and and love so okay maybe it's magic that long for you know it smells like yeah smells like magic and love that's what babies smell like like a shit ton of drugs i don't know one or the other you know what either way i'm along for the ride it's it's fine it's been a while since i've dropped acid but honestly there's nothing else to do here so 70s were wild huh how would you like to get off the boat like to jump directly onto Paul McCartney's <laughs> boat? Yeah, jump right off the side. How close is that boat? Well, it's <laughs> been like some time. It, if it, we think hard enough, it could come back. Seems like things have changed as we've moved from area to area. <laughs> we could walk to where we boarded our boat and see <laughs> what's going on there. That's a good idea. I'm just heading back to where I guess we'd have to go through the back down through the inside to the to where we boarded you make your way briskly <laughs> towards the back of the boat towards the the stairs down birdie you can feel something like water boiling even though no one else can really see it or sense anything like that you descend the staircase at this lower level now it does feel like the water is getting a little bit rougher you go back inside and it is back inside Wari's boat. It's no longer this old boat from whenever or wherever. And back inside, the water seems calm. And this low sound, you can't hear it anymore, Bertie. It's gone away. The humming. Something just calmed. And I don't know if it's because we got 
farther away from it or is it like is it like hot and cold like we're getting warmer and then it gets I feel like we're searching for something I'm saying this out loud to them um, well we're we we're, are not on the antique boat anymore we're back in the tour boat we remembered boarding and the door that okay. you just came in opens up and you're followed again by Jesse still dressed for Christmas same thing that she's been wearing all evening well, the Christmas dragon was here. The Christmas dragon left. But there was no sacrifice this time. So I guess we don't know when when he will be back. What does it mean when there is no sacrifice? I mean, I know he didn't take an island, but is there is there prior lore? Like do we have memories of consequences when the dragon doesn't take an island home? I don't know. I'm not as informed about the Christmas dragon as other people. I just like coming to watch. I mean, I guess follow-up question as a player. <laughs> Is this an actual island, uh, actual Brindlewood Bay lore? Because Georgie should know it if she's grown up here and she taught history. <laughs> or is this like a fever dream thing? No, I think at this point... There is something about this that seems familiar, though you have never heard anything about a Christmas dragon. I think that at this point, the three of you know that something is not right. <laughs> hmm. I, I have my little green-haired child right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, here. Curious. Curious. <laughs> Look at that little baby. Look at it. Oh, so cute. Look at his hair. Jessie is the only one downstairs with you. She's got her jingle bells, but she's not really paying attention. She's sort of looking out into the dark. Jesse, now that the Christmas dragon has come and gone, will we be headed back? I suppose. I guess there's not much else to do out here. Well, Wari had a map. Do we? Do I still have that map or does she have it? Uh, Jesse points out the window. No, she still has it. See? I look out the window. The boat that Wari had been inflating is a little bit of a distance away from you. And the three of you can see that Wari, Caliban, and Tamatori are out in the boat getting further away from you. I still have pickles, right? You do. Okay, he's a he's a good little baby. Oh my god. <laughs> And this is a podcast, but, you know, for for those listening, I'm currently, um, I'm holding a little artist mannequin, like a little drawing mannequin thing with my great, my bright green uh, measuring tape draped over his head. And this is, this is Pickles right here. This is Pickles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a baby, smells like like love. Really just pulls us into the moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not letting him go. What are we doing? What? What's going on? What are I don't know, do? but Renette comes with a child now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> See, that I never had kids of my own, but you know, I raised a few. You can have mine. So they've taken the life raft. They've, the raft is going away. Yes. Are there more rafts downstairs? Yes. You've noticed other lifeboats. Do we want to go? After them, they seem to, I don't know, they, 
they're the ones that talk to us, right? Should we just try to go home, like back to back to old B and B, Brendlewood, B B B B B. I don't know. Ladies, I'm concerned because I don't actually know where we are. <laughs> We've, the boat has changed form. This is the boat we got on. We walked around the boat. The boat changed. I popped the Nick balloon with a knitting needle. And now we're back on new boat. Renette is holding what was once a 10-year-old, but now an infant. Mm-hmm, People mm-hmm. can't yeah, your remember point things. Being. We can't remember things. Not, I mean, it seems like. It seems odd that we remember this. Things are being shown to us that I kind of feel like I remember, but it doesn't make sense to remember. I don't know where we are. Are we on a boat? What is life? (laughs) Jesse turns back and says, if you want to go home, just go home. How? Put your heels together three times. What a costume choice that was. You know, in the books, they never said anything about it being red. But, you know, it was because it was color, you know, they had to do something wild. So my thought is, Wari has a map. So we could go out to them, ask if we can look at the map to figure out where we are and get home. Because otherwise, I don't know how we're going to get home. Pickles was infanting the boat. Hopefully he would have a map. I check Pickles for a map. He absolutely (laughs) has a map. In his onesie? Yes. What do you know? What a, he's a good skipper. I pulled the map mm. from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like a restaurant map. It is a restaurant map of Brindlewood Bay. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a circle around each of your houses. And Jesse says, if you want to go, just go. I super hate this. All Whatever right. this is, I hate it. I, I touch my house with a knitting needle. Jesse smiles, rings her jingle bells. And Georgie disappears. Oh, God. Okay. All right. It's more weird now, right? It's more weird. <laughs> yeah. Look, at, at this point, it's past, like, you know, drug and party-inducing haze. We, This is weird now. Ronnie. Oh, hon. That's not my name. <laughs> oh, by the way, um... I, I never told you about how in uh, in '89 when I was working with Paul McCartney on that on that uh, indie movie, I got to take his measurements personally for his costume, and then I um I clutched pickles to my chest and I tapped my home on the map. Bye. <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> and Jesse shakes her jingle bells, and Ronette disappears. Okay, I'm not gonna be the last person here. I thought I was gonna have to convince her to leave, and I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna okay, bye. And the three of you wake up to jingle bells. It takes a minute, but those jingle bells are coming from your phone. And when you when you reach over and check your phone, you see that you have a text. And you remember that last Christmas, Kushi set up each of your phones so that when she texted you, jingle bells would ring. And you each have a text from her that says, book club tonight. Is it in a group chat or is it like? It is, it is the full group chat. I uh, texted Flossie? a big old emoji. Oh, yeah. Is Flossie involved? No, Flossie was taken out when she left the book club. 
Okay. Okay, good. And this is, are we, we're in present day. Yes, in your bedrooms. Okay. Am I holding anything? (laughs) You are holding a very small pillow. It's kind of green. Oh, actually, can I be holding um, some of the items from my cozy little place? Oh, please. Okay. What what items are you holding? Okay. So, um, you know, I have a box of stuff from my seven spouses. It's the painting smock of my my second spouse, uh, Jilly. And it's wearing a little bola hat made out of feathers. It's bright green. And I'm holding it. It's, It's like a little, little chunk of of painting smock rolled up with a hat on it and uh oh in place of the hat like inside the bowl of hat is a little hedgehog shaped pin cushion and it has reading glasses on and um let me just try to include all the things just to make it wild uh oh wrapped uh wrapped up in the painting smock is one of those little ant colony boxes it's empty no ants in there not even any sand um but it's wrapped up in the smock um there's also oh in that ant colony box is a ring and my uh my third spouse's passport so you're a sleepwalker (laughs) maybe a sleep crafter Maybe, maybe this is just the configuration I put. (laughs) I don't think so, but. And it looks like however they got into your arms while you were sleeping, you took very good care of them. Okay. Aw. I don't know what this means about Renette's state of mind right now. I didn't expect this turn, but I'm going with it. (laughs) Just really respect Pickles. And, um, you know, he's like a a kid to him. Like I want it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good head on his shoulders, that kid. So Bernie definitely also woke up with something in her hands, but it was the yesterday and today baby album. So she's one step closer to baby, but it's just a bunch of baby heads and bodies. Baby dolls Mm -hmm. on top of the Beatles. Um, and also meat, raw meat. Georgie, what did you wake up with? I woke up with nothing, but I did walk over to where I keep my knitting needles from Josh. And I open the drawer that they're in and I pull them out in the gold sheath and I unwrap them and I stare at them, but I don't touch them. I wrap them back up and I go put them in my purse. And then I text my friends. First, I respond to the big group thread, a book emoji. A coffee cup emoji and a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and then I text Georgie and Renette or Bertie and Renette, myself, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Bertie and Renette. Um, You're part of the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and me. So I had a weird dream. I send a pickle emoji. Does that ring any bells? Was that, was that part of your dream? No? Okay. Never mind. No. Yes. The town, the whole town, I just text like the whole town was there. On a boat. And well, it was you're, three years uh, ago, well, but it wasn't three years ago. While you're typing that whole thing, um, Renette is painstakingly trying to find all the right emojis and it takes forever. Um, but it's like, okay, boat. Okay, different boat. Which Georgia appreciates. Marijuana leaf. 
That's <laughs> usually their whole thing is all the emojis, but she's so freaked out. She was just like typing out a whole essay. All of text. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that this whole time there's like the ellipses um, <laughs> to show that Birdie's texting the, the entire time and yeah. until both of them have said what they've said and then Birdie, it goes away and then it comes back and Birdie <laughs> just says, LOL. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I react to that with like a question mark. Um, then Bernie voice attacks, and it sounds like this: "You guys want to meet at Robin's? Nope, Rowan's. Shit, Rowan's coffee shop. Coffee shop <laughs> today morning. Okay, sent. That's it." <laughs> Joy to response. Actually, can you come to my knitting shop just sometime I, before book club so that we can talk about this? I heart react to both of them, so you can't really tell which one I'm which one I'm approving. Um, I think that now that now that Bernie's figured out how to do it, she angry reacts to it and then says yes. So we're all on the same page. Friendship is magical. What a wild whatever what? this was. That was great. <laughs> this was chaos and I love it. Yes. What, was that our like initiation into the dark? <laughs> I'm now in the cult of the Christmas dragon. <laughs> yes. I look, man, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. We're going to have to explore that. Thank you again for settling in with us here at Roll to Metal. You can find more information about the show and about the game by following the link in our show notes. You can support the show with the Candle Knight's gift of a rate, a review, and by telling a friend. And if you're planning to buy a tabletop RPG, you can visit actualstorypodcasting.com and click the drive through RPG link, and that will help us out quite a bit. Keep on listening now for a song from my album, Another Creepy Christmas, and we will see you bright and early in 2022 with a new episode. Time.